0: A Matter of Spirit is the Quarterly Justice Journal of the Intercommunity Peace and Justice Center. This article appeared in the Fall 2020 issue on COVID-19. The Beatitude of Black Lives Matter by Rev. Dr. Kelly Brown Rev. Dr. Kelly Brown is the lead pastor of Plymouth Church United Church of Christ Seattle. She is a progressive Christian minister who uses her voice to promote justice, equity, and inclusion for the most vulnerable in our community. Kelly curates conversations that promote finding our moral center and help birth the beloved community. She lives by the quote from Dr. Howard Thurman, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Matthew 5, 1 through 11. There are difficult and challenging moments that seem too hard to bear, that crush us into a pit of despair. In the midst of the impact of the coronavirus, we discovered that another sinister and deadly virus never died, anti-blackness. Institutionalized and systemic racism, and more specifically anti blackness, has been a debilitating lived reality for our African American siblings in the United States for centuries. Though many believed the scourge was vanquished and that we were post racial, the death of black lives with impunity has proven otherwise. Due to hyper policing, and murder of black bodies along with the self-deputizing of citizens to perform in like manner. Our current circumstance has become an inflection point that illustrates clearly our nation has not understood the cost and impact to human lives. The centuries of oppression that have led to economic, physical, spiritual, and mental toll. We have not done the work of truth-telling, of being convicted Of listening and responding to the most impacted so that the necessary work of reconciliation and reparations is possible. Only after such an effort can a movement of healing and moral transformation begin. In what is known as the Beatitudes, Jesus turned the concept of blessedness on its head. According to his pronouncements from the Sermon on the Mount, one isn't blessed based on power, control, resources, resume. Or skill, but because God blessed that one despite their circumstances, Jesus declared with resounding clarity that the blessed are the people who are often not seen as such in the context of community. The circumstances of the moment on the mount resonate with our own. Many were oppressed and disenfranchised, looking for freedom among much bondage. And Jesus said words that perhaps no one expected, but certainly words many hoped for. Blessed are the overlooked, the invisible, the marginalized, those who are unheard, but more rightly muted. Blessed are those who mourn, but are not consoled, who practice nonviolence and have yet to inherit. Blessed are those who long for the world to be righted, where bullying, and gaslighting are not sanctioned and passed off as leadership. Blessed are those who offer mercy, especially when they are not given mercy. Those who long for purity to the point their eyes watch for God. Those who make peace in the midst of death, pestilence and chaos. Blessed are those who are treated like criminals before a trial, hated and lied on without an ally. Blessed are those who were promised inclusion and are jostled about as some try to create more ways to interrupt the potential to thrive. These words of liberation still ring today. Ultimately, Black Lives Matter is a necessary beatitude for our time that meets the ears and hearts of so many walking through too many shadows of death, This movement is for those who've endured more than 400 years of enslavement, violence, loss, and constant abuse, losing hope in the face of willful ignorance and the surprise of those who thought things had improved. This beatitude is the daring and courageous statement declaring emphatically and unapologetically in the face of racism that black lives are blessed. Though many believe them cursed, that black lives will be comforted, while some consistently molest that comfort, will inherit the earth, will be filled, will see God, will have the kingdom of heaven. In these last months, the cacophony of systemic racism and its cost in human lives has been on full display. While the global pandemic due to the coronavirus rages on, so too has the pandemic of anti-blackness. We bear witness with our siblings in Christ who are black, indigenous, immigrants, and people of color to the suffering and death they experience at the hands of police, in prisons, in medical institutions, at our border, disproportionately from coronavirus. These interconnected injustices are born from systemic racism and supremacist culture, and the lack of understanding as to how the convergence of systems has created sustained oppression. Many have created versions of what they believe Black Lives Matter to be. Unsurprisingly, most of the characterizations come from racist imaginations fueled by centuries of mythical archetypes. Willful ignorance is not bliss but a dangerous tool that allows not only for history to repeat itself, but for a puny, stunted history not worthy of any of us to flourish unchecked. Ignorance can often be a pervasive and sinister tool of mass distraction. Black Lives Matter is a righteous ideology focused on the empowerment and uplift of black people and the community, and the organization is one manifestation, and conduit in pursuit of those goals. Personally, I follow the advice of James Baldwin who offered, we can disagree and still love each other unless your disagreement is rooted in my oppression and denial of my humanity and right to exist. Additionally, because those impacted most by white supremacy, micro and overt aggression, hyper-policing, biases implicit and otherwise, black folk do not have the privileged luxury to keep entertaining, life-zapping conversations and myths from people that are committed to misunderstanding. Together, as the church, as people of faith, we must be the change we want to see in the world. As a moral people, we are called to resist silence in the face of God. Therefore, let us speak for justice and stand for solidarity with the African American community as those in convenant with our Church and others withstand injustice after injustice. Let us honor the call to protest and rise up against institutions, policies, and systems that impact and harm as voices cry, I can't breathe. Therefore, as people of faith, let us proclaim that together, we stand with those who are undoing anti-black racism and white supremacy culture. Let us call on the elected officials to disavow violent retribution, to listen to community organizers and leaders' demands, and to partner with black voices to enact lasting and meaningful change. Because over the past months, we have witnessed police weaponize tear gas, pepper spray, rubber bullets, and other escalation responses against nonviolent protesters, including journalists, bystanders, and our clergy colleagues, we must call for a de-escalation of police response and a commitment from policing groups to disavow acts of provocation and violence while engaging in community policing that reprioritizes funding toward a more holistic and comprehensive expression. In the face of death and human impact, we have witnessed concern for property that diverts attention from humans who are suffering from systemic racism and the lives that have been lost because of it. Today, we must call for a continued focus of attention and the commitment of resources to dismantle deadly racism and supremacist culture. This is the moment that becomes a movement. This is the inflection point in our history that can change things for the better in our church, our city, our nation, and our world. We are the ones for which we have been waiting. There can be the moral turning for which we long in the world if we but answer the call of Micah six eight. To do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with God. Therefore, we who believe in freedom should not rest or be silent until freedom comes as we commit ourselves anew to this ongoing work.